Sincerely Living podcast. This podcast is created for you, mothers, fathers, entrepreneurs, nine to fivers, and people who likely think they've got their shit together. I'm Kristen Clark, a former registered nurse, mother of four boys, wife, entrepreneur, and an unapologetically real woman. This podcast will likely have my children's voices in the background while I get real with my fellow moms, entrepreneurs, and friends. I invite you to join this journey and to never forget, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing. No, you're going to be fine. I feel like I need an oil for this or something. Well, you know, I have a lot of them back there. You do have a lot of them Do you back want here. the new adaptive oil? It's back there. It's mm. the shiny blue, um, shiny blue one. Oh, I do see that. That's yeah. perfect. Or I think balance is back there. I have the um, holiday blend in the uh, diffuser. I don't know if I'm feeling super because holiday. Because it's snowing on I know, November 11th. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for snow. Or ice. Well, welcome. Thank you. Are you excited? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh, good. Because my husband excited said no. Excited and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband said no? Yeah. That he wasn't excited he that was I was not, here? No, no, no. That he was doing a podcast. He was less than excited. I said, are you excited? He goes, no. <laughs> he was very honest about it. That would be my husband's response, too. I know. You know what? I think your husband has honestly probably said five words to me. Hi, bye, what do you want to eat? Yeah. It's probably um, more than he said to anyone else, so you should feel honored. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. So, for those of you joining the podcast, I have a very dear friend of mine, um, Alicia Nearing. I want to call you by your maiden last name because we've known each other for so long. It's been forever. Um, we're enjoying some coffee because it's, I don't care what time of day it is, it's time for coffee. And <laughs> um, she's agreed to graciously p- play a very humiliating game, which is exciting. Oh, boy. I'm not a quick thinker, like, on my toes like that, so we'll see. We'll see. We might get some very entertaining entertaining <laughs> responses out Answers. of you. Do you want to start with our game, and then we'll dive into some other questions? Of course. Okay. Do you want me to draw first and ask of you? Of course. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to... Okay. No, go I'm going to ask you. Okay. So then, because we don't have an official, like, buzzer, timer, countdown, what we do is we usually just hold up, like, five fingers and we count down, which I feel like you can do that. I don't know. That's like walking and chewing gum. We'll see. It's, it can be dangerous. I'll try. <laughs> okay, so this is five-second rule. The rules are she's going to read something that's on a slip of paper that we have put into a bowl, and I have five seconds to give three responses. Mm-hmm. Re- it's just the first three things that come to my mind. This should be fun. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Name three excuses why you wouldn't RSVP to an event. I don't like you. (laughs) Somebody's sick. And I shat myself. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I was supposed to be counting down, by the way. Oh, sorry. And I wasn't. It's all good. It's all good. I don't know. Those are very nice excuses. I feel like if I shat myself, I probably shouldn't go. Explosive (laughs) diarrhea is always a reason not to go to a party. Or work. Or work. Either way. Okay. Are you ready? (laughs) No, I'm not at all. (laughs) You're going to be fine. You're going to do great. Okay. Three things that would send you to jail. Gosh. (laughs) Uh, Stealing a car, robbing a bank, and killing somebody. Oh my gosh. Those are good. Also, I'm a little alarmed that it took you three seconds to come up with all of those. I had to think about that. (laughs) I probably could come up with more, but I should Is there something we should know about your youth? That I've never been to jail. Okay, good. So I haven't done anything fun. (laughs) Okay, this is a good holiday one. Name three of your least favorite Thanksgiving foods. Like, what's the three things that you don't want to eat at someone else's uh, house? Turkey. Mm, Probably stuffing, because it's usually dry. You lost. I lost. (laughs) Uh, Turkey, stuffing, I I don't know. Oh, you know what is really gross? And I don't care who makes it, even if you're the host and you make it, is those weirdo jello things that have like the marshmallows <laughs> with like crap in, in it. it. Yeah, that's nasty. No, I yeah. and, and then it gets worse because for a while they thought if you added like Cool Whip into it, it was even better. It's not. It's not good. It is it's not, not good. good. There is no reason on the planet my food should jiggle. <laughs> if my food jiggles, 
I'm not eating it. I'm out. I'm out. I remember going to Thanksgiving <laughs> with uh, Adam. It was the first time I met his extended family, and I went to his grandma's house, and she had red jello with bananas in it. And I nope. picked out the bananas, and I tried to be super polite. Mm-hmm. And no. Mm-mm. Sorry, Ruby. No. 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 It was not good. It's not. It. it the rest no. was fine, but that, not so much. I don't even know what that's called. And who thought that that sort of a combination was going to be good? And why do we think every year we need to bring that? I don't know. I think it's because it's cheap and it's easy. I had a grandma that put shredded carrots in it, so I... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> vegetables and marshmallows and fruit. It was not good. No, thank you. Well, I will say, so uh, we have a member of our family, and for whatever reason, they make that shredded carrots. It has, like, shredded carrots, and they put raisins and... I don't know if there's pineapple or what in it, but it's like you expect it to be savory because you see the carrots and the raisins and then it's like sweet. No. And I don't know what that's called, but it's not good either. No. So whoever you are in my family that makes it, don't. Just stop. Burn the recipe. (laughs) If you have already croaked, we'll bury it. Um, It's just not. It's just not good. Not good. Uh, Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if we're drunk enough to answer this. I'm going to need more coffee, aren't I? Uh, did you put anything extra in your coffee? No, you no. don't drink alcohol, though, do you? Not normally. Well. <laughs> I might start. <laughs> it's never too early. <laughs> no, uh, three things you put in your mouth. <laughs> Peppermints, um, water, and food. That's no fun. <laughs> it was no fun. <laughs> no fun at all. But I don't know if that counts because peppermints are a food. It's a candy. It's straight sugar, actually. That's that's true. How's that? That's true. Okay. I feel like I'm only picking mine. Like, our papers Mm. are different sizes. Well, here, then pick a different one. Mix them up. Or just look at a few. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, name three of your most annoying traits. Um, That I think are annoying. That I personally think are annoying. That other people have told me are annoying. Sure. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you gotta. I'll give you ten seconds on this one. Um, so people used to tell me that I should stop talking. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> um, I had somebody one time tell me they didn't like the way I sneezed. Oh. Which I didn't know I could change. I didn't. Okay. Um, and something I don't like about myself. Just an annoying trait. Not an annoying, well, right, right, an yeah. annoying trait. Um, I'm a pimple picker. You are not. Yes. You don't even have any. Oh, I do. So are you picking other people's? No, no, no. <laughs> Although that does give me an odd amount of joy. That's. It's like peeling a sunburn. Like there's something oh. therapeutic about that. No. Mm-mm. I'm out on that. Clearly I come from a I'm medical background. <laughs> like, ooh, I get to pick at things. <laughs> Scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would have guessed any of those. Really? Like, well, except maybe the talking. Just because... That's fine. So do you remember in high school, they did the most likely twos? Mm-hmm. I was voted most likely to have my own talk show. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and here and we here are. And here we are. How many years later? Let's not go there. Um, it's been like five. It's been a hot second. <laughs> Only five. Wait. That, mm, yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> Ten years ago was the 90s, so... It's oh only gosh. been about You know five. what I heard the other day, speaking of 10 years ago being the 90s, is um, there was like one of those picture memes on Facebook, and it said, do you realize that, I think it said 23 years ago, although that doesn't seem right either, maybe it was 13. Anyway, but it was more than 10. The movie Elf came out. I would believe that. We, I, and then I sat and thought about it, and I thought, oh yeah, I was in high school when that came out. Well, and we then, were what, sophomores, juniors, something like that? I don't know. I have a confession. I've never seen the movie Elf. We're no longer friends. I know. Get out. I know. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a it's a fantastic movie. I've heard it's like, like a good things. Yeah, it's like the new. Did you see the new Grinch movie that came out last year? I took Quentin to see that. That was his yes. first movie in the theater. Oh, that was Beckett's first movie in the theater. Did you do okay? Movie. He did. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, there was only two of us in the theater, so it was. Oh. Even if he wanted to get up and run around like a crazy kid, it was fine. That's nice. Our theater was packed. 
Which was fine. Well, we purposely did like the one where you can like eat food. What is that called? The the dining or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So that way they could eat munchies and watch the movie or whatever. And Beckett did fine. Um, His only thing is I failed to realize that there's two different kinds of, uh, it's fork and screen, right? Mm -hmm. I think at AMC. Yeah. So there's the fork and screen where it's almost like like a flat table in front of you and you kind of have to like scoot up yourself to like eat at it and then there's the one that has like the reclining things where like the tray comes to you yeah I thought that I was that there was just like the tray comes to you because that's the only one I'd ever been in and I got the other one but the problem was is that if Beckett sat in the chair then the table was like halfway through the screen so he only saw like the top half of the entire movie if well, that was the better half there. so it's fine and so he either sat in my lap or so i figured out if you put the little armrest down he could sit on that <laughs> and was tall enough to see the whole movie our family looked a little ghetto but it's okay <laughs> they're kids it's all right everyone expects that yeah but elf is definitely in that same category it's like very cute very kid friendly um it's just funny Maybe I will venture out and watch it this year. You should have Quentin come over and do like a movie night with the kids. We totally We should. have Elf. We a little are. Christmas jam. You guys yes. watch it year round. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Uh-huh. You know we do. We do. I like movies like that though. Yeah. There's some, uh, you could watch Home Alone all year round. Yes, you could. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to re- remake that movie. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I feel like let's just come up with some new original ideas versus redoing all of the classics from when we were kids. Right. Yes, I agree. I very much agree with that. Like, it's a little overdone. Mm-hmm. Like the remakes. I'm I'm tired of the remakes. But I'm that's kind of just, over it. That's just me. Yeah. All right. Here's your next one. Okay. <clears throat> Name three reasons to go outside. Uh, to get the mail, to mow the lawn, and to walk Quentin to daycare. Oh, right, because he's right down the street from he's you. I forgot. Those are good reasons to go outside. It wasn't for anything else. That is for sure. <laughs> Not that your dog has to go outside. <laughs> we don't talk about Chubby. Oh. Your dog is adorable. For the record, he's, he's what is he? He's an Italian Mastiff, so <clears throat> a King Corso or a Cane Corso, however you want to jazz that up. And he's also mixed with Rottweiler. He's so, big. Yeah, he's like a... But he's very sweet. Yeah. He's very sweet. He's a big, he's a big pain. He has decided that he's going to dig in our trash and then he hides like food wrappers in the clothes piles because. Where uh, else would you hide food wrappers? I mean, there are lots of clothes piles. Yeah. Because let's be real. I'm not doing laundry. Not doing it. So, um, yeah. And then as soon as you turn off the lights at night, he has to like go and find his little stashes of food. So we've been throwing away the same bag of leftover spaghetti noodles for like three days now. Because I throw it away, he gets it back out. Oh my He hides God. it in the clothes. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> and you thought parenting would be glamorous. <laughs> I mean, not dog parenting. Yeah. I've decided, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, I've decided I'm not exactly a dog person anymore. Yeah. I used to be. We had yeah. Scout, we had Merrick, they were great. Didn't have a kid. Had a kid, got another dog. And I have to keep, I I really only have the capacity to keep one thing alive. And that's either the kid or the dog. And it's not socially acceptable to pick the dog. (laughs) This is true. So, by default, love Quentin. It's Quentin. It's Quentin. So. Now, I will say, I think it depends on the dog. Because, like, well, when we had Jack, I don't, you remember Jack. Our little, you know, like, he was really easy. He would just curl up in a sunny spot. Speaking of my dog, I think she's. She's just scratching. She's scratching. So if you're hearing some weird sound in the background, it's just my dog. Um, Life is going on around us. But um, Lily's really sweet, too. Like, she's pretty self-sufficient. I mean, so long as you pretty much, like, let her sniff your crotch at least once. (laughs) When you Give her some loves and... At times, she enjoys having her bowl filled so she can eat it, and then her water refreshed. That's really about it. Like, she doesn't really... She's low-maintenance. Yeah, she's pretty... So, I think I think that's maybe what you need is a low-maintenance dog. Don't start with a puppy. Like, definitely... Oh, no, no puppies. No. Like, we got Lily, and she was four and a half already, so she was out of that pup. That's what you need. You need to adopt a dog that's out of the puppy stage and just a couch that potato. Chubby. That He's a couch potato. Now, he's ruined my couch. <laughs> But he's up there. Yeah. He was a rescue. He was great. Um, 
We drove all the way to Colorado to get him. Oh, well, to right. meet him. But yeah. who's going to drive another eight hours home just to decide, Without. yeah, let's take him. And yeah. then, yeah. So we brought him home, but we really didn't know much about him. Um, yeah. Honestly, he is so true to his breed. He is fiercely loyal to our family. That's good. Which is awesome. Yeah. But I can't have house guests, which is a blessing and a curse. Like, I don't have to clean my house because people true. aren't coming over because the dog would eat them. So. I didn't clean my house before you came over. We live here. There, like there is our... our um, our breakfast dishes, yep, still on the counter. It's yeah. cozy. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so, so don't feel like you have to clean your house if you're going to have house guests. Um, I've gotten to the point where, well, my in-laws don't come over. Um, they also live like 11 hours away. So I at least have 11 hours to do a load of laundry before they show up. But if they were to show up on my doorstep, like I don't even care. Like we live here and I'm not going to perfect my lifestyle and live some farcity. Like, sorry, no. Yeah. Um, because as soon as I clean it, somebody's going to destroy it. So there's really no point. And I'm not going to walk around behind my kids with a dustpan and a mop and a rag and a, you know, put them in the perfect Ralph Lauren polo outfit so they just can't move and have no fun. Yeah, no. Um, although I will be honest, like I found some really cute polo outfits for them. I did not get them from the polo store. I found them at Goodwill. Consignment all the Consignment. way. Consignment. No, no, it wasn't Goodwill. It was um um because I went to Goodwill for their Halloween costumes. I went to um what is that resale place over by Target? Um Children's Orchard. Yes, that's where I went. And uh the cutest little outfits for Christmas. I thought, oh, that'd be really cute for church at Christmas, but they have to look nice for church. Right. Nothing yeah. else but right. church. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> I could justify paying $8 for a nice button-down shirt from Ralph Lauren. I felt like 8 bucks was probably pretty good. I don't know how much they normally That's are. spectacular. Yeah. I, I just bought jeans for 8 bucks. Did you see these? What? I know. Where'd you get those? Those are cute. Goodwill. Really? They were like seven ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. They're jag jeans. I don't even know what that means. I had to Google it. Jag? Them. Is that a thing? Is that popular? It's that a popular? brand, I guess. I have no idea. <laughs> but I did look them up because I was like, I don't know where you buy these because they fit really nice. I really like them. Yeah, they're really cute. They're, nice. they're cute. They're like, and they're thick. They're not going to like yeah, rip out. Yeah, stretchy too. Like I'm not going to bust oh, the ass out. I'm feeling her leg for the record. Just for those that, those that can't see, I'm just feeling her leg. It's fine. It's cool. It's, cool. <laughs> it's what goes down over here. Um, I do like Goodwill. I found some really good sweaters and things. Like actually this sweater I got when I was in high school oh. at Goodwill. Of course you're still wearing your high school clothes. It's a sweater. Congratulations. And it, but no, but it, it used to close. It used to fully close. <laughs> and there's no buttons on it, which is nice. So you just, and it's just a t-shirt underneath. I like it. Um, yeah. And then. I need some good chunky sweaters. I don't own yes. any. I own one and the arm fell off of it. Oh, no. Like it came completely like un. Oh, no. I got one not too long know. ago. I want to say it was like, I want to say it was about 20 bucks, which I feel like is about my threshold for shirts, especially because I've got little people. Speaking of little Speaking people. Of, hi, Beckett. What? You're hungry. You're going to be okay. We'll have lunch in a little bit. Okay, bye. Um, and he's out. <laughs> uh, from Amazon. I got a really, really cute sweater from Amazon, but then also... Target has that um, Universal Thread brand, mm -hmm. and I found this orange sweater. It almost has the same kind of knit weave, but it's orange, kind of like a pumpkin orange mm -hmm. all over. It's not super long. It 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 just fits really well, and I want to say it was like 20 bucks. That's not bad. No, I thought that was pretty good. So anyway, hit up Target and Amazon. I never thought I would say go shop on Amazon. It makes me I nervous. I can't do but it. I cannot you know they have free returns. You can literally just have them pick it up from your door if it doesn't fit. No, I can't do it. Why? I just can't do it. You're so silly. I know. I'm weird. I know. I'm I'm like, a, I got to go to the store and try it on and stare at myself and be like, no, this is terrible. Yeah. Like, that's just <laughs> it's a bad idea. My favorite shirt top whatever it's probably the only picture or only shirt I take a picture in mm -hmm. is one that Allison bought me and she bought it online. But of it was course. my birthday present, and she was she had one that was similar, and she's like, "But what color do you like?" And I was like, "I don't know if I'd ever wear it. It's the only thing I wear now." Oh, but it's too springy, summery. You know what? Winter. We need to do. We need to have a, a date day. I don't care if our kids go or not. I say, kids, you have one. I have four. <laughs> I care. No. <laughs> um, but you know that Tiella boutique that's just right up the street. Never been. Uh, Never heard of it. What? It's it's boutiquey. 
but okay. it's not boutique prices. Okay. So like a sweater is like, I mean, yeah, you could probably pay 40 or 50 depending on the intricacy of the sweater itself. But I mean, something like this would probably be 25, 30 bucks. That's not So, terrible. I mean, it's a little more than I'm like, mm, okay, but it's higher quality than, you know, no offense Target, but Target's really up their game. But you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. anyway, it's really, really nice. You can, you can get it online and then, um, or you can go to the store either way. But if you get it online, you don't have to pay shipping. You can just go to the store and pick it out, and then you can try it all on there. And then whatever you don't want, you can return right there. Or you can actually go into their, you know, boutique uh, thing. It's like um, 135th and Flum. Like, okay. uh, right around the corner, actually. there. It's like... Um, Maybe I'll go there afterwards. Do you know where that... Um, there's like a daycare right there, and there's like an auto thing, like right next to it. It's like in that same little strip mall thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's really cute, but it's called T Ella. Uh, I think it's just dot com, actually. I'll check it out. It's really cute. I think you'd like it. Anyway, we clearly got off topic. What were we? What were we talking about? Oh, you drew. Okay, I did draw. Ready? Yeah. Okay. We'll have this be the last one. Name three things you really want. That's a perfect one to end with. Three things. Three I things really you really want. Want. I want to have fun. I want to, now I really want a new sweater. (laughs) (laughs) And lunch. And and lunch. (laughs) Uh, I want, I honestly want to take the rest of the day and not work and just put on my comfy sweats and lounge with my husband because he's home all day today because it's Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. Thank you to him. Yes. And to all who have served. Yes. Uh, So he's off work today and uh, I just kind of want to be lazy. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And it's snowy and I thought it would stop. I know. (laughs) We're just watching it snow. Yeah. It is a nice view though from your office. Yeah, it is. It's very nice. I don't want to go in it, so I'm sorry that you have to leave. You don't have to leave, I guess. You can hang out. I'm just going to stay here and put on your comfy pants and lounge with you and your husband. That's fine. (laughs) Is that weird? No. No, not at all. Not at all. No. We're family. It's It's fine. fine. (laughs) You've helped weed my garden, so we're fine. (laughs) Practically family. (laughs) Okay, but I did bring you here because you are an entrepreneur. You have your normal nine to five. I do. Which is, it's uh, in like the home, not home finance, but kind of. Mortgages. Mortgages, right. Yeah. Um, she's the reason you didn't get your mortgage. Just kidding. That's not true. It's not true. I'm not an underwriter. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, you do you do deal a lot with mortgages. And I know yeah. because you've told me <laughs> there are some really special people out there that try and get mortgages. And the stories you have are... <laughs> It's so much fun. Yeah. It is interesting. I think my favorite part of mortgages, which this is probably like a horrible invasion of privacy. I just like looking at people's, like reviewing people's credit reports and just seeing like how people live. How they spend their money. Yeah. And and how people live and what jobs they have to what they afford in life and how they prioritize their money. I just, I mean, not to judge. It's really just an interesting thing. For curiosity. Yeah. You have a a job that pays you $30,000 a year and you have a, Corvette that you can't afford and now you want a half million dollar house. I mean, that's funny. I mean, I just, you know, maybe they've got millions stocked away to where they don't they have to work a ton, but I I feel like a lot of people in our society rob Peter to pay Paul. I think that's probably very true. Um, but it's just part of that American dream. I mean, everybody. My American wants dream a home is and... not to be in billions of dollars of debt. I don't think anybody sets out to be in debt, though. Well, if they, yeah, that's you know what I mean. Yeah, like, right. I don't yeah, think anybody yeah. wakes up thinking like I, I want can't to wait be... to be in debt. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you have kids and you have a family, and you know, there's yeah, there's things you need and things that you want, and I think in our society now, that need and want line is very blurred. It is. Um, I mean, even in my own life, I've. I roam around the house like, okay, I don't need this. I can give this away. I can donate this. I can throw this away. I can, you know, whatever and just pare down. I mean, I personally just want to go back to living simply. Yeah. Like, we don't need all of the things. Right. Like, you truly don't. We really don't. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, we were, um, not Amazon, flicking, what is that? Uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm. We were flicking through Netflix. Um, 
the other night, Chris and I were, and there's some show that, um, that, um, Vanilla Ice does where he goes to like an Amish community and he like works with them and, uh, really gets to know them. Anyway, it's very interesting. And I told Chris the other night, I was like, you know what? There's something about the Amish community and their simplicity that I really wish we could tap into. Like they make it a point to do family activities. They make it a point to, yeah, they don't have technology and some of them don't even have electricity. I don't want to go to that extreme, but I feel like we need to be more conscious and put our phones down and actually Mm -hmm. look at our kids across the dinner table and ask them, how their day was. Mm-hmm. What um, did you learn? What did you do? Right, yeah. right. And, um, you know, there's that whole mentality of, you know, I need the new iPhone. What is the new iPhone 11? Um, <laughs> but, tell you? Uh, but then they can't afford to put a meal on the table. Mm-hmm. It's like, really, where are you prioritizing things? And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's, that to me would be the interesting part of your job too, is where do you prioritize your money? And, um, I don't know. Like I, I know that I've had people that have looked at our business and said, well, how can you, of course you can afford to have all that. You know, of course you can do all that. And I said, no, there's a lot that I have to say no to because Mm -hmm. I don't want it right now, or Mm -hmm. I can't have it right now. Or, you know, I need to give my attention to my kids or, you know, whatever it might be. Or, um, most recent example, you know, Chris was in a car accident couple weeks ago. He's mm-hmm. fine for everybody who has asked. He's fine. The boot is attractive. <laughs> he, he is wearing a boot, but that's unrelated to the car accident. Um, but people have said, oh gosh, are you just going to have to get a new car? And his car is being fixed. Um, but we're probably going to keep his car until Emerson starts driving. So he's 10 mm-hmm. and Emerson's 10. And what, you can start driving at like, what, 15 or 14, somewhere 14, in there. 15, mm-hmm. So, I mean, he doesn't drive a new car, um, but it's completely paid off. Yeah. And it's like, by the time Emerson gets it, it, I don't know. What was your first car? Oh, gosh. So my first car was Teal. Do you remember that? I do not. <laughs> I think I blocked that out. It was literally like seafoam green. I have one of those. Um, it was a teal <laughs> Ford Contour. I don't even know if that... I think they made it for one year and they said, this is crap. They got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, put this next to the Pinto. <laughs> um, but the funniest thing is when we moved into this house... Uh, so I own the house, you know, that I grew up in. My parents moved in the house. The house used to be a brown color with brown shutters. And we always used to joke that it was the poop house because it literally <laughs> looked like a giant turd. Um, oh my so my mom uh, grew up in an area of Minnesota where they would do not, I don't want to say brightly colored homes. Like don't think like Easter egg, but it was not uncommon to have like, you know, brick red and you know some of those warmer tones mm-hmm. and a good navy blue and things like that. Not grayish. Not not Johnson County beige. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my mom decided when it was time for us to paint our house, uh, she wanted to do a really fun color. And so she went out and she picked out, I cannot make this up if I tried. It was a seafoam green with a some sort of like robin's egg blue. So our shutters were like robin's egg blue our house was seafoam green and my parents my parents bought my first car with the caveat at the time I did not have a job because I was a gymnast I was at school I was involved in tons of things um I was in pit orchestra I was what didn't I do and um but I would have to do a ton of extra things at the house to help for my car. My car, literally, they bought for like $4,000. It was not an expensive car. Yeah. Probably because it was seafoam green. Now, was it new or was it no. used? No, no, used. no. It okay. was used. It was like a 1995. And <laughs> we, I got it when I was, what, a junior in high school maybe? So what, 2003? Something 2002, like mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, so not a new car, but it had to sit outside because both my parents occupied the garage space, our two-car garage. My car was the same color as my house. <laughs> Everybody in the entire Kristen town of Olathe knew where Kristen lived. She was buzzing around in the seafoam green car, and she lives at the seafoam green house. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So awesome. our house has since been repainted. It's 
gray and white and black shutters. I think and you should bring it back. <laughs> I think you should definitely oh, you know bring what? it back. We used to be able to go on Google Earth, Google Maps, and it used to show the picture still of it being seafoam green. I don't think it is anymore. I think I think they've updated it, but. Chris found it. He found, he saved it somewhere, the picture somewhere, because he was like, this is proof. He's like, look at how small the trees were. And I I don't think the car was parked in the driveway when they took the picture, but Maybe it you was just bad. Can't see it. I Maybe it, it was camouflaged. It's camouflaged. <laughs> it's incognito. You just don't. You what know. was your first car? My first car was a Chevy Cavalier oh, Z24. It was red. Yeah, I remember and that. And it was a stick shift, and I thought I was so cool. Because, like, no girls could drive a stick shift. Not true. I learned how to drive a stick shift from a friend of mine that used to live down the street. He, this sounds very, very, like, posh. <laughs> Not. He drove a Porsche. Wow. Okay, but it, but it was, like, a 15, 20-year-old Porsche that him and his dad had kind of tinkered with and kind of put back together. And it was, it was a, I don't want to say a toy car, but you know what I mean? Like, a tinkering kind yeah. of thing. And, like uh, a project car. Yeah, it was like a project car. And so, um, anyway, he taught me how to drive a stick shift. And I say taught very loosely because we were you... in the parking lot and yeah. I don't remember making it onto an actual road. That's pretty much all of driving, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sure I could figure it out if I had to. I don't think it'd be pretty, and I'm pretty sure I would stall out in the middle of somewhere very embarrassing, but... <laughs> I learned where the uh, hazard lights were really fast. Oh, I bet. Like, where that button was. Yeah. And I remember my dad taking me out to drive, um, and we drove... I'm trying to think where that... Oh, it's really coming down now. Um, I'm trying to think where that was. It was off of, like, Santa Fe, over by the Big Lots. Do you know what I'm talking... Like, mm. I-35 and Big Clayboard. Lots. Claiborne, there you yeah. go. Yeah. And there's it's a little bit of a hill. Yeah. Yeah. And we like rabbit hopped it all the way there. And then we were on this hill and my, I was the first in line. We were at the stoplight. My dad's like, okay. Hey. Yeah. He's like, don't roll backwards. And I was like, what? Ah! He's like, no pressure, but don't hit the car behind you. And I was like, what are you talking what? about? <gasps> yeah. That Everything is unnerving. That was like flat ground. But that is unnerving to be because you know in a in a manual car even if you take your foot off the brake you don't go backwards but in a stick shift you you do and it's yeah. very unnerving and you're like oh shit I'm moving <laughs> ah! backwards <laughs> backwards and, and I don't to. I yeah. don't mean yeah um, mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. you know when I'm out driving now I have thought about this it's like you know how you pull up to a stoplight and you see those people that I swear they're about ready to kiss the bumper in front of them <laughs> there's a part of me in my brain that goes I hope to God that car in front of you in the stick shift because you are toast <laughs> yeah um, you're our, gonna get just a little left out I, I don't think our kids will ever appreciate that no probably not no no I yeah it was probably my favorite that was probably my favorite car though of all the cars I've owned, that was my favorite. And I don't know why. And then it tried to kill me. Like, Tommy Boy style tried to kill me. What? Um, we, <laughs> my mom and I were driving down Black Bob, heading yeah. to Walmart, of course, at 10 o'clock at night. Why I not? Because I about a school project the night before. Yeah. Duh. This was back when Walmart was safe. <laughs> at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Agreed. Don't go there now. Don't go there now. And uh, I don't even know what happened, but I think the hood cable got cut at some point, or it was really old. Um, but the hood literally Wait, the flew hood up. Oh, like the thing that holds it down. The, yeah. Like the, okay, yeah. So it unlatched, it flew up, <gasps> it shattered out the sunroof and the side windows. I mean, it was 10 o'clock at night. It was cold, of course. And I'm like driving, literally it was like out of a movie. I remember oh it. Oh my god! It, it was great. And then somehow, how we didn't crash I is beyond me. It's a me. miracle. But we ended up between a... Like, right on the corner. It was probably, like, close to your neighborhood, too. Yeah. Um, but between the light pole and the corner of a fence, like, I just kind of, like, wedged myself right in between. <laughs> Somehow we didn't hit the pole. Uh, hopped the curb. Like, just kind of parked there. And we're like, okay, we're done. We're, we're good. Yeah. And then I took that hood and I had it in my room as, like, a dry erase board. Wow, so that that's was like cool. my Yeah. I don't know why that was, like, my bit of creativity. So That's I just cool, had though. it like leaning against the wall and I had dry erase markers and people would leave little notes and Aww. phone numbers or whatever on it. It was fun. Well, that sounds fun. I know. Car parts in your bedroom. Why not? In a girl's bedroom, nonetheless. All the men out there are like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. she's taken. 
I totally take She's very taken. <laughs> um, I, okay, anyway, so backtracking. So your main nine-to-five job is in... Mortgages. Mortgages. Your husband has recently just stepped away from his nine-to-five job to make your side hustle the real hustle. Oh, yeah. Um, what was his job before he stepped away? Um-ish. I'm going to call him a glorified receptionist because I'm Perfect. pretty sure like a 65-year-old woman had to retire for him to get his spot. Um, but he did dispatch for a like commercial kitchen equipment oh, yeah. um, company. And so he did dispatch. He was like dispatcher of the month. I don't know, like six months running. It was that's funny. apparently not that hard of a job. But hey, you paid anyway, the bills. Yeah, it, it allowed him to coach wrestling on the side yeah. and also be able to get his dream up and running, which yeah. is owning... A barbecue trailer. Yeah, and that's so. what he does now. So your side hustle now. was, uh, you ha- you built the whole trailer. Like, yep. I've seen pictures of this thing. It was like nothing, and he built it. He added the whole kitchen, the whole everything to it. Yeah. Um, and for a while, you were just doing it on weekends, right, on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And now he does it, like, all the time. Yep, he had two spots that were regular throughout the week. They just haven't quite panned out, so we've switched that up a little bit. We still vend every Sunday from 11 o'clock until we sell out, which, depending on the Sunday, is yeah. usually around, like, 2.30. All the good stuff is gone. Yeah. I mean, everything's good, but if you want, like, burning, like brisket, in. Yeah, like the stuff people like that. really Ribs. salivate over, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. You kind of got to get there early, but uh, and we did that. And that's at 299th and in Stillwell. So, okay. awesome community. They love us out yeah. there. Um it's a really great area. It I mean, is. It's in the middle of nowhere, and you really think you're not going to make a living out here. But honestly, that entire community just supports local. They love it. Yeah. And they love it. And there's no other options. I mean, you got to go into Olathe, you got to go into Gardner, yeah. you got to go, um, you know, north just to get yeah. to a McDonald's. Because even if you go east, I mean, you hit Missouri. Missouri's not too far from there, but there's nothing there's over nothing there. there. Yeah. There's really not. Yeah. Um, you could go south to. Lewisburg-ish and still like, but there's really not anything there either. No, and but that's e- we are there now. It's true. So we now park in Lewisburg on Wednesdays again, starting at eleven until we sell out. So it's normally just run the lunchtime. Um, but that's kind of get up those crowds and yeah, we're gonna try and do. I think kind of go into the dinner time. Yeah. It's just really hard to coordinate. We don't serve any leftovers, so everything yeah. he cooks is the it's night fresh. before. Yes, it's all it, fresh yeah. that morning. He's pulling things off the smoker, so. Um, it's kind of hard to have that balance of do you hold it until that dinner time to be able to serve yeah. dinner? Or do you just sell it fresh right at lunch? So um, there's a little bit of, a, of yeah. a learning curve there of what does the community want and what are they looking for? Because he doesn't have the smoker attached to it. He does. He, he does. Oh. So well, he I'm, can cook. He can cook some things on site. Okay. But, I mean, brisket takes forever. It, you'd almost pork have takes to forever. start lunch and then, you know, three or four hours later, put dinner on the smoker. I mean, well, you'd really have to coordinate that incredibly yeah. well. It'd be quite a dance. So, um, yeah, I think tough. he'll probably, I think he's kind of played with the idea of maybe doing ribs for dinner, like doing like a rib dinner kind of special. Yeah. You can just swing by and grab it on your way home. Yeah. Um, because he could throw those on right when he gets there and parked and they'll be cooked and yeah. ready and they're all, again, still fresh. So, right. No, um, I love that. I love that everything's yeah. fresh. Now, I will say, it was no secret when you told me that you were doing a barbecue um, truck, food mm-hmm. truck, that you also did coleslaw. So you do <laughs> coleslaw and potato salad and beans too, I think, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, and I said, oh, that's that's lovely, <laughs> <laughs> because I have never had a coleslaw that I like. But I am not a big no cabbage eater, yeah, at all. And you said, oh, no, no, I just want you to try. Now, then I hearkened back to my beloved mother, who always (laughs) made me try at least two bites, because then I would know for sure if I didn't like it, because your taste buds do change. Now, I will say, we've been vegan for, which is funny that you do barbecue, and we don't eat that now, um, for quite a while. Um, But in that process, I love cabbage. I will just shred it and add it to my salads. It's delicious. And your coleslaw is the only coleslaw I've ever had where I have begged and pleaded for your recipe. And you so kindly told me no. I did. I You said no. Yeah. <laughs> so don't ask. It's a secret. It's top, top secret. secret. But it is all fresh. We, we yeah, you make, make it, it like that day. Yeah, that night before. And just kind of sit a little bit. And yeah, get you got to like let it yummy. marinate. Yeah. yeah. All um, the yummy flavors melding together. 
Which is incredible. So you do your nine to five and then you go pick up Quentin and you're like, hey, Quentin, we're going to make a crap ton of food again. (laughs) So uh, that's incredible that you get to support him and that he has has turned his dream into reality, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, And he hasn't set his beard on fire yet. Oh, there's been some singe pairs, but uh, <laughs> not on the trailer. That was more like the practice The runs, practice run. yeah. So your husband, yeah. uh, for those of you who have never seen pictures of him, has this beard that is like... It's like Duck Dynasty. It is. It's very... But not... not uh, what's the, the older gentleman on Duck Dynasty? His is really long and kind of scraggly. Oh, your yeah, husband's no. isn't scraggly. It's long, though, but it's not... It's very well maintained. He does maintain it. It's, he has to. I'm like, you can't. Yeah. 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 What's so funny It just gives is, him, like, barbecue cred. Because he's super <laughs> yes. skinny. He's, it, he's like... He's not a burly a real, guy. Yeah. He's, and so yeah. you can't really trust a skinny guy to know if he can cook. Right. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah. do you even eat? It's a stereotype. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. he does have the beard. It kind of offsets that. Yeah. So. Um, but he loves it. He does. He is having... Honestly, he loves it. As so, tired as he is, yeah. he wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. So. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. And Quentin's kind of getting involved now, and he yeah. loves to help. Because um, he's four. He's five, five. Almost five. Okay, he did just turn five. That's yeah. right. He just turned five uh, mm-hmm. in the fall. Mm-hmm. So he's five, and he cannot wait until he can work at the window. I told him <laughs> as soon as he learns his numbers and his money, he can help us on the trip. Yeah, like, more consistently. Yeah, because we don't need him giving away... Please don't give a $100 bill on a $20 tab. <laughs> exactly. Like, that would be bad. But um, he's really, really looking forward to getting to help Dad and be a part of it. And right now, yeah. he helps us by cleaning. So That's good. But that's really yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, that teaches him the early skills from the onset. Like, this is not all rainbows and butterflies. Like, no, there's a work. lot of hard work yeah. that goes into it. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. Sleepless nights and... Yeah. But it's fun. So what did you think when Adam came to you and said, I want to do a food truck and I want it to be barbecue? I was like, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people would be like, oh, what? (laughs) I didn't even... I mean, honestly, it's been something he's always talked about. It's been a goal of his and I just didn't even... I actually am proud to say I bought him his first smoker. Yes, you did because... so. Even though we don't eat meat now. <laughs> when I went to go pick out Chris's smoker last year, I think we had the longest text stream going for days. What do you like about this? What do you like about that? Why don't you like this? If I order this, does it come with that? And how do I do all the things? Which one's better? Yeah. Yes. And finally, I just said, bye. <laughs> and you said, you're not going to go wrong because you went with a great brand. Um, but if you really want to go, you know, top of the line, here's you, here's what you do. And I said, no, I don't, we're, we're not going to make a food truck out of this. <laughs> like we're not vending. No. Yeah. Um, but I will say that smoker makes deliciously smoked vegetables and you can do some really good smoked desserts on there too. Um, which, you know, Stephen Reichlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, you know of him. You've um, never actually yes. met him. We're but, close. You're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but. He has books that are dedicated to not just smoking meat, but smoking vegetables and smoking desserts and doing all the things. And what's interesting about his background is his wife and kids, when he first got into the barbecue scene, were all vegetarians. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, He talked about it one time. We saw... um, I think it was like a YouTube clip or like it was like an interview kind of session. And he was like, yeah, I got into it. My family was like, we don't know what that tastes like. (laughs) So... Um, I don't know if they still are vegetarians or not, but I thought that was really uh, a little interesting tidbit, little nugget. That's fun. My favorite dessert to do on the smoker is um, like baked apples, essentially. Oh, yeah. So you just take apples and you like core them. core them, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like not all the way through, just mostly. Kind of like make a little pocket. Okay. Put um, cinnamon, sugar, like brown sugar, cinnamon, and butter in the middle of it Mm. and then wrap them in foil and stick them on the smoker. Delicious. Do you want to just whip that up for us for lunch? I can do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. We it's have like super soft, and then you can just kind of like squish them down. So it's almost Ooh. like a cobbler, but no. But you know, no, like, like breading in yeah. that. Ooh, yum. But you could totally put oats with it, and it'd be delicious. Yes, like a granola would, yeah. kind of crunch, maybe some nuts. Yeah. Well, with ice cream. Now I really want that. All right. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> 
three things I really want. Um, okay. That. That. <laughs> I want all of that. I want that. Um, so then the other thing I want to talk about is you're a mother of one. Mm-hmm. No more. No. You're probably good. not. No. <laughs> there it's are, not in not the, the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, we're good. But you manage being a wife, a mother, and a supporter of an entrepreneur. I and try. I'm not going to lie. That support role is really good and really hard. And uh, Chris has even said, he's like, you know what? I don't even fully understand everything that you do, but you're having a blast. So whatever, keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so seriously, props to anybody out there that's just in a supporting role. Like you deserve your own award. <laughs> there should be I an award for that. Too. But how do you, <laughs> how do you manage all of that? Um, not gracefully, <laughs> but that's okay. Things have to suffer if that makes any sense. Like, no, they I do. Have to let things go. Mm-hmm. So having the clean house, having yeah, you know, the kid dressed to the nines and the perfect life is not for me. Yeah, like I let Quentin. Um, I mean, he's a very respectful kid. We're he is. we're trying to raise him right, um, but I don't. I don't make him. I don't know how to say it. Like I don't. Um, I don't want to say I don't have like high standards for him, but right, like, no, they're realistic standards. Right, and you so, want him to enjoy his childhood, exactly, and, and not and not in a stuffy way. Exactly. Yeah, like he has fun. I mean, yeah. we we bought our four year old his own smoker, and I let <laughs> him adorable. do grown up things. Yes. You know, if he wants to yes. help me cook in the kitchen, it's pretty much the only way he'll eat. Is yeah, if he got to help make it, and I'm like, fine, go. But that's true of a lot of kids. Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot of people that have emailed me and say, how do you get your kids to eat all those vegetables and and do, you know, all the things? And I'm like, because I make them come in and help yeah. me prep it and help Engage understand, them. you know, like yeah. food doesn't just magically appear out of thin air. You yeah. know, I'm not just standing in the kitchen over the stove because I'm bored. Like, you know, there's yeah. work that goes into this to make it delicious. And I feel like that's so important um, in those life skills. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's so Like, that's important. what you learn. Yes. Not by sitting and playing the video games, which he does. He's got, right. you know, yeah. he watches no. TV. We have TV time, screen time, whatever. Yeah. But um, I just, I mean, it's a family unit. Like, yeah. we have to do things as a family. I cannot do it all. Yeah. And I know I can't. Like, yeah. I will go crazy. And that's no fun. I don't want to live that way. They don't want to live that way. Right. Um, and the other thing I've just, I've that I've had to let go is just because it's not done my way doesn't mean it was done wrong. Right. Like, right. I hear so many of my friends whine and complain like, oh, no one helps me do the laundry or no one helps me do the dishes or no one helps me. Well, is that because they don't help you because you nag them and like, we well, right. didn't do it right because you didn't do it your way? Right. Like, let them do it. Yeah. I will say that you know that I am like, I love things neat and tidy, which is hilarious because it's not right now. Um, <laughs> it's organized chaos. It's, oh, man, yes. It's, yeah, organized chaos. Yeah. Um, but I had to be okay letting things like the laundry go. So like my older two are eight and ten. And since they were six and eight, they've been doing their own laundry. Like, uh, they know that on a Monday, they have to bring their laundry basket down from their bedroom. And they set it, when they were little, they would just set it right next to the the washer because they couldn't reach it. And now that they're older, my oldest can actually reach all the knobs and the buttons and the soap. And he can do all of that. My eight-year-old is, he can get his laundry in there, but he can't reach all the knobs and buttons. And so... Um, and I will wash it (laughs) and I will dry it and I will put it back in the basket and then I set it on the kitchen table. And when they come home from school or if it's during the summer, then it's right away afterwards, they have to take it to their room and put it away. And if they're pissed that their shirt is massively wrinkled or their pants are, you know, a mess, like that's not my fault. Like you have to put your own stuff away because I can't do all the things Mm -hmm. now. I guarantee if you go up to our bedroom right now, there's at least five piles of laundry just <laughs> waiting to be done. But that that's is my house. with bags that's of spaghetti hidden in it with from bags the dog. Of spaghetti. <laughs> but you have to be able to release that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time releasing that with my little, like my four year old. I'm like, dude, you know, I know you really want to bring your laundry down, but. I really don't want you dumping it all over the stairs and then playing on the stairs and then getting hurt on the stairs. And like, I just see this going wrong in so many ways. And so, yeah, I do do a lot for him, but, 
But um, you can also redirect him and be like, hey, let me help carry it down the stairs. You can take it and put it in the washer. That's what yeah. I do with Quentin. No, he does. He does like, really good. I'll sort yeah. the clothes because I'm like, I don't want the pink sock washed with the white underwear. Oh, whatever. I don't even it's got sort pink, that. whatever. I yeah, know. I always at least do whites and everything else. And so mm-hmm. I'll just stack it up. I'll just toss it in the hallway. He puts it in. He does the soap. He's That's good. He loves it. I mean, he's just, he's part of the family. It's, yeah. That's honestly but that's how the I grew only up. way we can do it all. Yeah, but that's how I grew up. And I'm sure that's how you did too, where your parents were like, look, you live here. You better like pull your own weight. And there was no allowance. No, there I was didn't get no, an allowance. No. We lived indoors and we got meals. That's right. <laughs> but you still we, had to do the things. You like, Yes, very much yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so I know that your husband's truck is... It, you know, he's busy out doing all the things, but he's actually not home a whole lot. No, he's not. And, um, but he kind of fits it into his schedule. It's kind of nice. Unfortunately, it's a lot of sleeping at my in-laws house. That's where we parked the trailer. They've got a lot more acreage. Yeah. The trailer is huge. It's big. Um, it's massive. So it has to be parked. I mean, you can't just park it in yeah. the middle of Spring Hill. Uh, so I've asked you to park it in my driveway. Like, I'm fine. You can bend right out of my driveway. I, I don't mind. I think it would fit, but I would try. You can put it at any diagonal. You can. <laughs> on the grass. Like, yeah. Just pull that up no, here. it's fine. Yeah. But, uh, so we do kind of split time between our house and my in-law's house. Yeah. And so, um, as stressy as that is, I get along great with my in-laws. Yeah. So no, that's you fine. Do. But yeah. splitting two households is even more work. Yeah. not only do I have my own house to take care of. Then I'm moving into someone else's house right. on the weekends or during the week. And, and you've got a pack for that. i got a pack. Go back and forth. Hey, and buddy. Can I go outside now? You have to ask Daddy. It is cold. I know. Are you going to go play in the snow? He's so excited to go play He's in the like, snow. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go play in the snow when we're done. I'm not. I am not. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. By play, I mean scrape the windshield. No, if, if I... Here's the thing <laughs> about living in Kansas is we get snow like this. It's okay. So it's snowing, but for those of you that like live in snowy areas like Colorado, Utah, this isn't really snow. No. This is just white This is fluff. a mess. It's just it's, just it's a, a mess. pain yeah. is what it's it is. It's ice. It's not pretty. It's not anything. Um my thing is if we get snow and I'm going to go out in it, like I better be in Colorado and I better be going skiing. <laughs> like I mean, I'm going to go out in it and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not just going to go out and get wet. Like I don't no, I don't want to do that. Wet and cold? No, I don't. And there's no point in going out and shoveling because, I don't know, probably by like 2 o'clock this afternoon, it might be 55 degrees. <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah, so I just, I don't I don't get into this. But anyway, he's, he's very excited. He wants to go outside and make a snow angel. I will happily take pictures. For, From inside. I'll, no, I'll open the garage door and I will stand where it's dry. And I will take some photos and then come back Mommy, inside. Did he say yes? Like go outside. Yay! Okay, okay, okay. Go get your stuff. You better yeah, get go. shoes. Go, go, go. Oh, and well. take Lily. <laughs> she does enjoy the snow. She kind of, it's cute. She'll get it like on her nose and kind of fluff it around. She she enjoys it. But she I think she enjoys it because she has so much hair. It feels but, really good and really comfortable to her. Yeah, chubby definitely being like hailing from excuse me, Colorado, he definitely loves sitting out on the porch and just yeah. letting, like, the ice hit him. He's like, this is awesome. It feels I so love good. it. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have just a few more minutes before we wrap it up, but I'm going to ask you a couple questions that will make you probably... These are for snow, Yes, right? those are your snow boots. Yeah. Okay. Then you have tied them. Okay, honey, go ask Daddy. Daddy won't tie them for you. Also, they're from last year. I don't know if they fit. Well, they do for this. Whatever. Because it'll be 10 minutes. It's fine. Um, so these are questions that will make you probably think mm-hmm. a little bit. I know, which can be dangerous. But if okay. you were to give advice to anybody out there, either wanting to start their own business in whatever endeavor or be the support role, what advice would you give? I would just say don't quit. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It is very hard and it is challenging. Um, But I also feel like you make it hard and challenging. Like if you you want to make, yeah, yeah, you get in your own way. And Mm -hmm. if you want to make something a super big deal and be bitchy about it and be upset about it, then it's going to be miserable and you're not going to want to do it. So don't, don't quit. Don't give up and make the best of it. Yeah. Like, is it convenient? Probably not, but it's getting you to where you want to be. Yeah. You know? So I think that's just probably my 
that's my advice. So then how I'm sure as with any entrepreneur, um, even yourself in that support role have had people negate what you're doing or tell you that what you're doing is insane and that you will become nothing or that, you know, it's just a pipe dream. I love that one. It's just a pipe dream. Okay, cool. I like that pipe. And I am so excited to dream with it. Like, I'm going with it. Yeah. But I'm curious, one, what do you say to those people? And how do you handle that? Because sometimes it does feel really heavy and it does feel really uh, lonely. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe my efforts aren't what I'm hoping for. And maybe I'm working really hard at something that isn't going to succeed. Like, what do you have to say about that? I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't think I've had anybody like have the balls to come up and be like, <laughs> "That's good." You're gonna fail. That's I mean, good. <laughs> they, I just haven't. Um, I know it happens to people a lot. Yeah, I mean, it does. I think you just have to just shut it down. Like, just don't even engage in it. It's yeah. just not worth it. Like, someone else's negativity and them projecting how they see it going has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't. Just do your own thing. Yeah, you be you. I know that's like overused and a cliche, but it's true. Like, yeah. If it works for you and it works for your family, go for it. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not their money. It's not their time. It's not their right. investment. So who cares? Why, why do you who let cares? them have Any a power. front row yeah. seat yeah. in something that doesn't involve them? Yeah. It has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Either support me. I mean, and not in a monetary sense, but either, you know, be there or don't. It, either way, it's your choice. Not bad. Don't yeah. Care. This is yeah. true. It's just, you know, um, yeah, I just... I feel like that's really good. And I feel like a lot of people need to hear that because they do hear the negativity mm-hmm. or they see it mm-hmm. or they perceive to see it mm-hmm. and they think they second guess themselves. Yeah. And then they change course of action and they, then their dream, they get comfortable in what is uncomfortable. Like they get comfortable feeling as though, you know, yeah, I've done this. And I'm comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I want X, Y, and Z. And I want to work for X, Y, and Z. But I'm kind of comfortable right here. And well, and I don't want to hear about it when I tell someone like, hey, yeah. I'm going to shoot for the moon. And they're right. like, the moon's pretty far. Right. Like, oh, daddy did put your boots on. <laughs> Looking good. Now you, now you need a coat. You need your coat. And, and your gloves. And your gloves. Okay. You got to go get them. I am thinking about that. I am a hundred percent sure his toes are like curled in that, (laughs) completely squished up in there. Totally squished up in there. That's awesome. Oh my goodness! All right, sister. Well, I am getting this wonderful message that I have low battery. So that's fair. I know. Um, Thanks for having me. I know it was a lot of fun. I love having you on here. I love having you at our house. It's (laughs) it's always fun. It's always a mess, Um, but that's okay. I wouldn't trade it. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But it was fun. I invite you to come back. I would love to have Adam join us, too. Oh, that will never happen. No? (laughs) No, never. Why not? He would totally never do it. Because that's more than five words. That's true. You know, Chris said he wouldn't do it either. And then I let him have a glass of... uh, was it scotch? I think it was scotch. Oh. I think he had a glass of scotch. <laughs> and then... That might help. <laughs> um, and then he had a glass of scotch. And then he said, well, can I continue to drink? And be on the podcast, and I said, "Sure, honey. Why yeah. not? It would oh, be like the world's shortest podcast <laughs> if you were on it. It'd be like, hi, bye. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think you'd get that. He'd just scoff. He'd be like, mm. he wouldn't do it. Mm-mm. He would say, no, thank Here you. Go, Bubba. All right, go play. Are you gonna wait for Daddy? I don't know where my uh, You gotta find him, buddy. Are they in your pockets? Did you check your pockets? No. No, we don't want to check our pockets. That would be way too easy. Um, That's funny. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up with a thank you. Please drive home safely in the snow. Well, now it's kind of pretty. It's the giant flakes. But again, you know what? We need to go to Colorado to fully experience and enjoy enjoy good snow. Good snow. Um, If I were to plan a girl's trip, would you go? Maybe. Well, that would require your husband to do everything. everything? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, 
Oh, all right. Well, I'm being called, so I'm going to let this go, but thank you. It was a ton of fun. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. That was good. Thank you so much for tuning in today. One of my favorite things on this planet is to hear from you. I love when you pop into my inbox or social media and tell me how you manifested your dream. That inspires me, it motivates me, and it encourages me to keep sharing and doing all the things. I would be honored if you would click that little subscribe button, followed me on social media, or even emailed me directly. I hope today's show brought you joy, made you laugh, and helped you understand that no matter how you take action on your goal, it's going to be imperfect, but it's going to be beautiful, and it will be 100% yours. Thank you.